Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that was refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for December the 17th in the year of our Lord, 2019, hour 2 of 2, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Hope you're all doing fantastic. Merry Christmas to all of you from us. All right, you with me, Kurt? Buenos dias, and greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam. All right, you tell us about Ken Kramer, or Kevin Kramer, Kurt. Um, all right. While uh, I try and get our guest here, I don't know what's happened here. we missing Kevin an action. Kramer, that would be the... Uh, the guy from, uh, he's a senator, I think. This guy is, and uh, I was just surprised because I hadn't heard of this uh, particular senator. Senator, um, he's, uh, It says, the headline reads, Exclusive, Senator Kevin Kramer, Three Ways to Apply Trump's Executive Order on Regulatory Abuse. I hadn't even heard about Trump's executive order on regulatory abuse. It says recently. Kurt, why would you hear Democrats, about it when they don't want you to hear about it? Well, that's a good point. This is a Breitbart piece, as far as I remember. Uh, they say recently, as Democrats and the media obsessed over the impeachment circus, President Donald Trump continued delivering for the American people by signing an executive order to combat bureaucratic abuse and hold federal agencies accountable. Um, as the president said, quote, we are reforming the bureaucracy to make it lean, responsive and accountable. And we are ensuring our laws are enforced fairly. Um, and this senator from uh, North Dakota, by the way, uh, that's probably why you haven't heard much of him. But uh, a United States senator from North Dakota. A, by the way, he previously served in the House of Representatives. He serves on the Armed Services Budget, etc., Budget Environment and Public Works. It's a bunch of committees anyway. The bottom line is he's a senator. And he's telling you about, uh, in his article that he writes, that he wrote for uh, Breitbart, he tells about, he says, uh, throughout my time in public service, I've seen unaccountable bureaucrats attempt to nullify elections by resisting the policies and priorities of elected leaders. As the president pointed out, federal agencies for decades have issued thousands of pages of so-called guidance documents. Now think about that. Regulation. Thousands of pages. I mean, it just That's sounds right. scary, doesn't it, Kurt? It's like a but horror it's... movie. <laughs> you bet. It says regulations written by unaccountable bureaucrats in the form of commentary on how rules should be interpreted. Bureaucrats interpret these documents as if they are law, when in reality they've never received a vote or been scrutinized by the public. That's not how the founders intended our government to be run. As federal departments and agencies begin to implement President Trump's orders, 
This senator from North Dakota says, I would like to highlight three examples that deserve action. So the first example is the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. They call it the water supply rule. Um, he says, over 10 years ago, without noticing it to the public, the USACE, that's the Army Corps of Engineers, issued a memo to establish new policy regarding easements to support water storage agreements now you know there's a lot of big words here but the bottom line is you know he gives you good examples of whether it's the army corps of engineer guys the interior fish and wildlife service you know all these different guys the usda's natural resources conservation services people and what they're all doing is like he said they're little bureaucrats and they just basically make themselves into being king and uh, make law when they shouldn't uh, and they violate he didn't say this in his article but they the reason they're unconstitutional is they violate the separation of powers they unite all three powers into one group and so uh, I just had never heard of this uh, senator and I you know hats off to him had you hey man no yeah. no sir I don't know anything about Senator Kevin Kramer. What I find interesting is they put these exclusive on the stories, too. I find that comical, Kurt. Because it, yeah. what do you mean it's exclusive? The second it's released, it's not exclusive, number one. Uh, number two, uh, how do you exclusively tell you what a senator's advocating for? Or when the senator's... Well, this is written by Kevin Kramer, and I think what they mean at Breitbart is... They the exclusively have Kevin it's, Kramer? It's... It's the only place you're going to... He wrote it for them, I think. And I get it's it. it's probably the only place you're going to read it. But once it's At released and we bet. talk about it, let's say that I... Yeah. You know, Kurt tells you, hey, there's a senator by the name of Kevin Kramer that's a phenomenal guy. And uh, he's talking about three ways to apply President Trump's executive order on regulatory abuse. Well, is it exclusive, Kurt? We're talking about Trump and three ways to help him carry out his executive order, and we're all trying to help with that, right? At least I want to help with that. So I, I'm just, I get that it's exclusively written for them, and I get that, why they put it on there. I guess I'm just trying to say we want this to go as viral as we can get it, folks, and we want everybody's help. Mm-hmm. I think President Trump would appreciate that, right? Sure. But when I start to read exclusive and stuff, I think, oh, I better just kind of leave that alone, you know? It's exclusively theirs. I better kind of. <laughs> You know, but anyway, good for Kevin and good for Donald and good for Kurt for bringing it all and good for Breitbart, right? I think so. It's exclusively them. And, you know, anyway, I'm not into exclusivity. That's all I'm saying. Mm. All right. By the way, <clears throat> what do they call this? Kurt exquisite. Is that how you say this word? Exquisite. Uh, yeah, I think it's, it's exquisite. It's really fancy. Okay. Oh, yeah, because it's. Eggs about eggs. Well, isn't that what the word is? It's it's just exquisite is what it says. Yeah, that's right. It's kind of cool is why I'm saying Doing a little twist on eggs. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, Now, this is an exclusive about eggs. Well, I didn't say exclusive on this one. I did. But 
Yeah, you did. Um, but anyway, this this piece um, talking about eggs that I, you know, I. By the way, who did this piece, Kurt? Who said? Well, it's eggs from the it? Western Journal, um, and so you know, you you read this and you think, is this by the National Egg Board? Is this by the uh, guys that sell eggs? You know, who's doing this? But this is uh, independent. They're just talking about some true. research, and they say that. Uh, what will happen to your body if you eat two eggs per day? Uh, chicken eggs, they say, are a staple in kitchens across the globe. They're so versatile, it's acceptable to eat them at nearly every meal. Uh, yeah, they're almost politically correct, Sam. Uh, eggs are said to be the perfect protein source containing the exact amount of amino acids that our bodies need with zero carbs, vitamins A, E, D, and B12, omega-3 fatty acids, and it goes on and on. They say many consume eggs for their potential to help with weight loss. You know, I haven't heard that much. But anyway, they say according to the International Journal of Obesity, I didn't know there was one of those. Was kind of a fat magazine, I suppose. But anyway, they say it's a low calorie diet combined with eating eggs regularly can help you lose weight twice as fast i mean eggs ought to be flying off the shelf they say eggs are also known to boost your immune system 22 percent of your daily recommended intake of the immune system boosting selenium uh, can be in eggs they say eggs can help to protect you from viruses and infections uh, they say thanks to the amino acid choline, eggs support normal brain development and memory. Whoa. Eggs can also be beneficial during pregnancy as they support babies' brain development. Then something called lutein, L-U-T-E-I-N, known as the I vitamin. Did you know that was the I vitamin? Anyway, they say it's also abundant in eggs, which can help to protect eyes from cataracts and even helps to protect against heart disease and some forms of cancer. I didn't know that. Yeah, I good job. Uh, You know, and uh, pretty soon the government will probably tell you you have to eat eggs, you know. Well, they'll tell you you're not allowed to eat eggs. (laughs) Good point. Eggs contain, they say, plenty of cholesterol. Sure. Are all these claims FDA approved, sir? Oh, good point. Uh, They say uh, they contain plenty of cholesterol, which may not sound like a good thing, but the body produces both good and bad cholesterol. And eggs actually raise the good and can even improve your overall cholesterol profile. So this article originally appeared in the Western Journal. They say research has also shown that eggs have anti-aging properties. Studies have revealed that eggs can help to lift the skin, reduce wrinkles, and lighten age spots. The abundance of omega-3 fatty acids and B vitamins also helps to keep your hair, skin, and nails protected and healthy. As one of the few natural sources of vitamin D, eggs support healthy bones, teeth, and muscles by helping the body to absorb. Anyway, it's it's that egg is loaded. It's almost like God made it. Like uh, uh, wow. You're not allowed to whip out that G word when you're talking about eggs, Kurt. What do they call this thing? Exquisite? Exactly. All right. Cool, man. Hey, I like eggs. How about you? 
What are those things called? Deviled eggs? Do you like those? of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues that affect the American West, its people, lifestyles, lands, and wildlife. The Loving Liberty Radio Network is proud to support the publisher's efforts to provide an active forum for solutions that preserve the vanishing American cowboy, farmer, and sheep herder. Each issue contains informative articles on life in the American West, along with breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of the cowboy spirit in our day. Each issue of Range Magazine also features great gift ideas, like the 2020 Real Buckaroo Calendar and the book Tales from Out There. Order online from Range magazine.com just click on the shopping cart the loving liberty radio network salutes the spirit of the american west and those who are keeping it alive at range magazine can you confidently answer the question was jesus a socialist join us on saturday morning december 14th at liberty hall to hear the clear and insightful reply from one of today's leading champions for liberty lawrence w reed author of was jesus a socialist loving liberty incorporated is honored to present dr reed for this kickoff event of liberty hall lectures saturday december 14th 10 o'clock in the morning it's free and it's timely no registration is necessary but seating is limited come early also just in time for Christmas, buy 10 or more copies of the 5,000-year leap for just $2.50 each. Just in time for holiday giving. Single copy price is normally $10. Can't join us in person? Tune in to the Loving Liberty Radio Network for live talk radio and informative, insightful podcasts at LovingLiberty.net or on your mobile phone app. Was Jesus a Socialist? Find out at the Liberty Hall Lectures, December 14th. Go to LovingLiberty.net for details. Going to Jersey City, baby. Oh, yeah. That's right. The headline from uh, the Breitbart Boys says, Jersey City Sergeant hailed as hero for assisting wounded officer in gun battle. Now, you know, it's kind of rough there in Jersey City, Sam. Uh, The mayor there, Steve Fulop, uh, said that there could have been more casualties had it not been for the quick actions of city police officers to contain the shooters to the market. Uh, I guess they say the shooting rampage began when two suspects shot Detective Joseph Seals in the head while he was investigating the murder of a car service driver. What's a car service driver? I don't know what that is. Anyway, they say three more people died inside a kosher grocery store later on after two gunmen armed with high-powered rifles. By the way, can I just say that's not kosher? No, amen to that. Uh, Anyway, and what this, uh, the reason we bring it up is uh, to us, it's not all about the blood and mayhem, but uh, this hero, um, this was a lady, Sam, and so what happened was uh, Sergeant Marjorie Jordan uh, left her cover and raced onto the sidewalk through a sea of gunfire. That's a whole bunch of it. And wailing sirens to assist her wounded colleague and guided him around the corner to safety. 
That's what a 17-second video clip of the incident that was posted to Facebook by the New Jersey, New Jersey PBA. And let's see, that would be the PBA. I don't know what it stands for, but anyway. It's got a 40 uh, at the end of it, buddy, I yeah, bet you. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but the bottom line is, hey, some lady. Uh, Public busing woman, authority or something like that. Anyway, good for this police woman. Good stuff, yeah. But it does sound like a rough neighborhood, Sam, Jersey City. We yeah. Some and the sergeant, she was on. hailed as a hero uh, for good reason, Kurt, in my opinion. I'm grateful for her. And you know what? I think that the uh, officer's family is super grateful this Christmas season, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, they said uh, one Jersey City police officer responds and confronts the killers by pinning them down in the kosher grocery store. And as you said, that isn't kosher. He is almost immediately shot and stumbles behind a parked car. Jersey City Sergeant Marjorie Jordan instinctively reacts, abandons her cover, and runs into the hail of gunfire to aid the other officer who is shot in the shoulder. Uh, she gets him to his feet and to safety, all the while taking heavy gunfire. The heroics of Sergeant Jordan and this officer were played out throughout the ordeal by dozens of officers. So, you got to dig stuff. it. We're not excited about the gunfight in the first place, no. but we are excited about the sac- selfless sacrifice and i'm glad they're what, both alive kurt they came out of it alive thanks to her yeah yeah dedication right. and fearless you know yeah the uh, right. bad guys with guns were stopped by the good guys with guns that's usually the case when good guys with guns are around just saying mm-hmm. all right yeah. by the way a federal appeals court kurt declared on friday that mississippi's ban on abortion at 15 weeks is unconstitutional do you want to respond to this too bad. Uh, federal appeals court, in my opinion, is not supposed to be telling what a state can do or can't do. But anyway, that's uh, I kind of thought that the Constitution says something like if it's not in here, it's left to the states and to the people, you know. So yeah, that's the Bill of Rights there. 10th Amendment chiming in. Uh, and I agree with you. The sad part is, though, it's a, a, a serious, devastating loss because Mississippi had one of the strongest um, bans on abortion uh, in the nation, Kurt. And so, you know, a lot of the folks that are following Mississippi, see, these states are trying to put together laws that uh, defend little babies. And this federal mm-hmm. appeals court, you know, basically said this. Now, are they going to appeal the appeal, Kurt? Well, you know. Probably. Uh, I pray so. Then, then more lawyers and judges will make more money. and you know. Hey. Well, I hope it's so we can stand up and eventually get a win from the Supreme Court, codifying the truth that we need to protect the most innocent among us. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the battle rages on over pro-life and pro-death, and that's how the real argument needs to be framed. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, believe it or not, Kurt, uh, what do they call this? N-Y, what's that, New York Post? Yeah, the mm-hmm. New York Post is calling for whistleblower Eric Sierra to fess up. Why must we wait for the truth, writes WND. Yeah, I mean, imagine that, Sam. Well, I think he needs to fess up and start to deliver, and we need to find out what he knew, when, by who, how, and 
you know, we need to really cross-examine that guy because, hey, this is how this whole business started, right, Kurt? That's what they say. And maybe that's true. Maybe that's not. The only way to know is to investigate, huh? But at least the New York Post, and you pointed out this, Kurt, Washington Post, the New York Post, they're a lot better than the Times. Now, are they perfect? Far from. But you know what? The other way around. Um, The Washington Times or the Washington Examiner, um, I think the New York Post is pretty good. The Washington Post, in my opinion, is a rag. Let me uh, say this right. The New York Post is better than the New York Times. Yeah. The Washington Times is better than the Washington Post. And the Washington Examiner. And the Washington Examiner is better than them all. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Pretty much, you know. Okay, good clarification. I appreciate that because, again, all these NY, that's why I hesitated at the start. It's like New York Times, Post, Washington Mm -hmm. Times, Post, whatever. But at least they're calling for Eric Sierra Mella. Fess up. Why must we wait for the truth? Well, let's see if he's telling the truth, first of all, is what I would say. So I disagree. They're saying, hey, the sooner he delivers, the sooner we're going to know the truth. I don't agree with that. But I do agree with the idea that, hey, we've been calling for um, them to completely identify the whistleblower with no ambiguity. And secondly, to demand that he starts to testify and speak up. Let Donald face his accusers, the point. Mm -hmm. That's just my two cents. Anyway. All right. Um, let's see here. Democrats are filing articles of impeachment, Kurt, as you know, and it's a big scandal. Um, mm-hmm. In my opinion, it's really bad. Joel Scowls is going to come on in a second, and we're going to talk specifically about the articles of impeachment, what it means, and we're going to break down the details. For example, I appreciate uh, this idea that... Um, that Donald Trump, oh, how do I say this? Look, they, on one hand, said, yeah, the report was really bad against the Democrats on this thing, right? But Mm -hmm. the truth is then they, Horowitz report kind of exonerated the FBI of spying by basically saying, oh, you know what they did was bad, Kurt, and it was really a problem, but no one had any bad intent. So on one hand, he's admitting that it was really bad. On the other hand, he's basically stopping it from rising to the level of criminality. So we'll get into that with Joel Skousen. By the way, you're in, or let's see, I want to mention this. Interviews with 400 leaders in the military, Kurt, now they reveal they literally lie to the American people about the war in Afghanistan. Zero hedge with the peace. Let me say that again. 400 top military leaders reveal they lied to the American people. Do you know how to respond to that, Kurt, for a minute? Well, it's a sad deal. And they lied over three administrations, Kurt. So we're not talking about a a couple of guys lied. We're talking about 400 top military leaders lied over three administrations for literally well over a decade they lied. And the mainstream press peddled the porn. I like this story that says uh, Trump asked 50 Christian leaders to cram into the Oval Office and pray for him in the midst of a difficult impeachment fight. That's yeah, I talked about that on Christian Saturday. Post. Yeah, I just thought it would, you know, so cool to see that. Yes, uh, it is. I mean, but again, was Donald Trump lied to about the war for, you know, that many years, too? Or did Trump know the truth? I'd like to know that. It's hard to know what the truth is. Yeah. 
Well, I would hope we can have less war. The whole point is to start to create accountability and honesty and transparency and then to make decisions according to the supreme law of the land. That's how I would start. Because I think that's where we can make the biggest difference. That's where hope lies. That's where answers and solutions um, become relevant. But uh, I wish I was one of those 50 people crammed into the room, Kurt, even if I was just a fly on the wall. That would have been cool to go to. All right. Kurt's silent on that matter. Would you like to go to that, Kurt? I think that would have been oh, nice. I forgot to, to push my mute button off there. You know, sorry, I was talking real good. All right. Well, Tell us real quick. We've got a short time left. You know, bottom line is, hey, you know, uh, good stuff happening, ladies and gentlemen. Kurt wishes Please he was support there. Us. Yeah, that's right. I'd want to be there. And I would, too. Promote it all. Amen. Pretty neat. Well, even though we weren't there, though, we can say, hey, everybody can't be there. But we can tell you the tale. How's that? This is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. The U.S. House Rules Committee will take up impeachment this morning. The committees to lay out procedures for tomorrow's debate on the House floor of two articles of impeachment against President Trump. Democratic leaders are aiming for a final vote on those articles sometime later tomorrow. The president accused by Democrats of abusing power and obstructing Congress. Tornadoes strike parts of Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama late yesterday and last night. In Town Creek, Alabama, the police chief says... We have two fatalities confirmed. Two confirmed fatalities. And at least four or five uh, injured. In western Louisiana, officials say one person is confirmed dead from a tornado that the National Weather Service says cut a 65-mile-long path through that part of the state. This is USA Radio News. Hello, this is Wayne Allen Root, relentless conservative warrior, middle-class warrior, and always Trump warrior. I have a message for my fellow patriots across America. President Trump is making America great again. He's the only president in my lifetime who is keeping his promises, and his biggest promise is to build that wall. President Trump can only do it with our help. If Congress won't fund Trump's wall, we will. President Trump is one man against the world, and what globalists and socialists around the world want is clear, open borders. It's time to take a stand. We either build the wall, or it's the end of the greatest nation of world history ever blessed by God. That's why I founded the Root for the Wall PAC. 63 million Trump voters together will raise the money President Trump needs for the wall. Anyone who donates $100 or more will get a beautiful commemorative wall brick. Display it proudly. Call 844-ROOT-WALL. That's toll free. 844-ROOT-WALL. Or go to rootwall.com. We will build this wall together. Call 844-ROOT-WALL or go to rootwall.com. Root for the Wall PAC. Paid for it. Responsible for the content of this message. Not authorized by any candidate or candidates committee. Rootwall.com. New Jersey lawmakers now sending their governor a bill to allow illegal immigrants to get driver's licenses. And the Democratic governor, Phil Murphy, has said he supports the plan, which would set up a two-tiered license system. Proponents of the measure approved yesterday say it will help improve safety on New Jersey's roads. More than a dozen other states have similar programs. New York's was implemented just a few days ago. 
A Democratic debate scheduled for Loyola Marymount University in Los Angeles for Thursday had been threatened because of presidential hopefuls not wanting to cross a picket line. But there's late word that LMU and a labor union representing cafeteria workers have reached a tentative deal. Saints QB Drew Brees is in the record books for most touchdown passes in a career. Touchdown pass by 4-0 in the 5-0-4. That is heard on ESPN. This is USA Radio News. And this is Liberty Roundtable Live. Our guest, Joel Scowls in WorldAffairsBrief.com. Merry Christmas to you and your family, sir. Welcome back. Thank you very much. There's a lot going on in the news, folks, but most of it's political theater, as you know, right? I mean, it's uh, just amazing what's going on. Uh, Eric Sierra Mella, supposedly the whistleblower, but Donald Trump hasn't had a chance to face his accuser. I kind of find that a... Sad scenario. Joel, before we get started really quick, I mentioned that, you know, when the FBI goes criminal against Ammon Bundy uh, and literally uh, withholds exculpatory evidence uh, and the judge has to throw that out. And then Steve Stockman in prison. They, you know, withheld evidence in that case, too, against Steve Stockman. Uh, Lois Lerner's free. Steve Stockman trying to challenge her and saying she should go to jail for her activities in the IRS. And then Donald Trump. Uh, literally, they withheld exculpatory evidence uh, in that case, too, uh, to the to the point where the FBI just become a criminal enterprise somewhere. You and I fall in between the you know, president of the United States and uh, Ammon Bundy representing Joe Blow, if you will, or the average American. Um, we can't trust these people at all. And now they're starting impeachment proceedings. Well, you know, this is the deep state we're dealing with. Uh, this is not, uh, you know, the normal FBI, but the deep state controls all of the, and I mean all of the federal law enforcement and investigative agencies and surveillance agencies. And uh, that doesn't mean there's not a lot of uh, white side agents to front for legitimate activities that the FBI has to do or the CIA or the NSA. I happen to know people in all three organizations that don't have a clue about the dark side control over those organizations uh, and uh, and the secret illegal acts that are going on all the time. And we're getting a front row seat to see how they operate, how they control judges, how they control so many members of Congress. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, Donald Trump has, uh, you know, hasn't really been able to fulfill uh, most of his campaign promises. is probably 90-10 and 90 failures to 10 uh, successes, but a lot of that isn't his fault because, uh, you know, the deep state-controlled judges uh, overturn uh, executive orders, which is improper, especially when it's talking about control of the military and determining who can serve in the military. That's strictly a commander-in-chief function, not Congress or not the courts, but they're legislating from the bench, and uh, it's yeah, it's a bad situation. Uh, you know, relative to the impeachment, <clears throat> several several people in Congress are throwing up their hands and saying, I'm out of here. I mean, this has turned into a vicious partisan battle that knows no bounds in terms of lying and exaggerating and making things up uh, about the president. And the interesting yeah. thing about this battle to me is really it's between Republicans and Democrats. Neither are part of government. Republican and Democratic parties are private organizations, aren't they? 
Well, yes, but, you know, obviously uh, they create political parties to have uh, power in government, and that is because we have a winner-take-all system, majority rule system. In other words, you have no power unless you get a majority. And so you have to band together in large political groups in order to have power. I mean, look at the constitutionalists in this country have never been able to have power, nor the libertarians, because, uh, you know, they can't um, combine being uh, uh, strictly and correctly ideological. They can't combine with others, and, uh, and so they can't have any power. Whereas in a parliamentary system, you know, <clears throat> you can combine uh, uh, forces without joining another party, and so there's a certain strength to a parliamentary system in terms of representing um, you know, minority positions, which we do not have in this country. All right. Now, these articles of impeachment, they boiled it down to two things. One, um, what, obstructing Congress, which, you know, I don't uh, you know, it's hard to abuse even know what that of, means. Abuse of power and obstruction of justice. And then abuse of power. Justice. I don't know what either of those terms mean, sir. They're so vague. I don't know what they really mean. Well, <laughs> that's the point. You know, you talk about, you know, defending the rule of law and the Constitution. There is nothing in this impeachment order that is a criminal act or, or a violation of law. There is no law. This is simply up in the air. We don't like what he's doing, and so we're going to call it abuse of power. Now, they are redefining everything that Trump does in terms of soliciting foreign interference in our election. And this is piggybacking on, of course, the horrors of the claimed Russian interference in the election, which didn't happen at all. And the U.S. is the biggest hypocrite in the world about interfering in other elections. They do it directly. Uh, in terms of surveilling other candidates and, and revealing dirt on them uh, to the controlled media in order to get them removed. Uh, uh, they do all kinds of things uh, that are direct interference in other people's elections. But, you know, when you, when you take a, an act, uh, and by the way, I'm, I'm going to say my only criticism of Donald Trump's and all of this is he's not defending himself on the merits. He's trying to say, well, they can't prove that there was a quid pro quo, and so I'm going to deny there was a quid pro quo. He shouldn't deny that there was a quid pro quo. It happens all the time in foreign policy. And, and by the way, not only does it happen all the time, justly so. That's right. Justly so. If you're going to give aid to country, you're going to have certain requirements. And the American taxpayers don't want that aid money, and that's what happened during the Obama administration, being distributed as a cut to Senators Biden and his son Hunter. I mean, Biden got several million dollars. His son got $3.5 million, $87,000 a month for doing nothing. He knew nothing about energy. This was a pure corruption scheme. And the administration is not defending on that. They are not, you know, making an issue on that. And uh, so he's not defending on the merits. He's depending on, and that's why he has to, That's why he has to stop people in the administration from testifying before Congress, because there are people that have heard Trump discuss directly the quid pro quo about investigating. And there's only one reason for the quid pro quo. Certainly, President Zelensky of Ukraine didn't need any pressure. He's a fan of Donald Trump. He'd bend over backwards to do anything that Donald Trump asked. No pressure needed. But he, Zelensky, in Ukraine is dealing with his own deep state. That's the communist bureaucrat holdovers from the Soviet days that are still in power. They still run the bureaucracy of Ukraine. And they're the ones in bed with the Democrats in in buying off the Bidens and getting a billion dollars in loan guarantees and who who knows what other uh, siphoning off that they did 
of funds, and they don't want the investigation. So, you know, they had to, Ukraine had to be pressured. And that's why Giuliani went over there, and that's why Sondland heard Giuliani talk about the quid pro quo. Now, Trump is saying incredibly that I didn't tell Giuliani, you know, to do any quid pro quo. Well, that's just not believable. I'm saying Donald Trump shouldn't be denying well, it. Well, it is it, possible that Donald didn't know about it, and Giuliani knew better and did it, and it's justifiable to do, but Donald didn't know and didn't really realize and understand, and a lot of the... Uh, Foreign affairs people are taking care of things for Donald because he doesn't understand it all. That is indeed possible, but it doesn't well, change the I, fact I, that there is a quid pro quo. I, I doubt it. No, look, Donald Trump wouldn't have to stop people from testifying for commerce if they didn't have direct knowledge of Donald Trump saying these things. So I'm, I'm just not going to go there. I just don't think that Donald Trump is that disconnected from this issue. But the point is, he doesn't have to be embarrassed about it. He can defend it on the merits. And then... If you're going to depend on the merits, then you do make a big issue out of the fact that, one, that just because a person is a political opponent does not give him an exemption from investigation for corruption. You ought to make a blaring point about this, because that's the implications of what the Democrats are saying, is that the president is going to be impeached if he dares to investigate a political opponent. Now, the implication there as well is that the opponent is innocent, which is not true, NPR continues to say there is no evidence of Biden corruption. What planet do they live on? He's admitted it on tape in front of a CFR argument. He's told exactly what it is. If that prosecutor isn't fired within six hours when my plane leaves, you're not getting that billion dollars. He was bragging about it. And then he doubles down and says, well, son of a bee, it happened. Well, that's right. Now, so... Obstruction of Congress, by the way, is not a crime. Uh, And, uh, you know, uh, the Democrats are saying this is our constitutional responsibility to impeach. Well, it's their constitutional allowance to impeach if there are high crimes and misdemeanors. But it isn't like a fiduciary responsibility. And Donald Trump does not have to hand them the evidence. Uh, you know, there is executive privilege. There are three separate and equal branches of a government. One is not superior to the other. And executive privilege has been, uh, I mean, Obama used executive privilege to deny congressional investigations of his activities. Did they impeach him? I mean, this is the biggest set of hypocrisy in the world. Consider, are they going to impeach Joe Biden if he gets elected president for his pressuring Ukraine over the billion dollars? I don't think so. Well, and that's the problem is that the swamp literally can just select. Donald has no power. And if Donald doesn't in the swamp fast enough, they're probably going to get him. My guess is the House will impeach. The Senate will stop the impeachment proceedings. But you won't get the whole story. Let's talk about the Horowitz report and why all this is probably nothing but political theater. And yeah, they might not convict Donald Trump. But we're also not going to get to the bottom of the deep state, deep state scandals either. Joel Skousen in seconds.
Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. I'd advise Mr. Trump to stop whining and go try to make his case to get votes. The press has created a rigged system. They even want to try and rig the election. Well, I tell you what, it, it helps in Ohio that we got uh, Democrats in charge of the machines. And poisoned the mind of so many of our voters. At the polling booths, where so many cities are corrupt and voter fraud is all too common. And then they say, oh, there's no voter fraud in our country. I come from Chicago. So, so I want to be honest, it's not as if it's just Republicans who have monkeyed around with elections in the past. Sometimes Democrats have to. You know, whenever people are in power, they're, you know, they have this tendency to try to, you know, tilt things in their direction. There's no one. You start whining before the game's even over. Whenever things are going badly for you and, and you lose, you start blaming somebody else. Then you don't have what it takes to be in this job. Joel Skousen, WorldAffairsBrief.com with us. So I'm predicting that Donald will be impeached in the House and then the Senate will stop it, but they'll never really get to the real issues at all. It'll be bottled up and controlled by the Senate. Uh, do you think they're going to impeach him, Joel? Well, that's what I covered in the World Affairs Brief, is that uh, it's a done deal. The impeachment's going to be voted on and, and passed. Uh, but he won't be convicted in the Senate, but it's being sabotaged in the Senate because uh, Lindsey Graham isn't going to call any any witnesses. He's not going to call the Bidens and expose their corruption. He's not going to put them on trial uh, to prove that Donald Trump had a legitimate reason for investigating the Bidens. And that means that he's going to let the damages, uh, you know, stand, uh, and it's going to look like a, a, part, a purely partisan acquittal. And the public's going to say, well, it's one partisan thing against another, rather than really help Donald Trump be exonerated about this and defend it on the merits. So I think um, that's where the deep state Republicans, Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham, are uh, are actually sabotaging uh, Trump's uh, chances for re-election. Horowitz report exonerates FBI of spying. So what they did is they released a report that's really damning. Hey, the FBI did all kind of stuff that's not good. But nothing that'll rise to the level of true criminal activity that'll throw people in prison. And at the end of the day, they say, hey, I mean, it's really bad, Joel, but no harm, no foul, right? Yeah, the problem is, you know, Horowitz has got to be deep state, too. Um, you know, you don't put somebody in as inspector general with the corrupt and deep state FBI unless they're going to protect him. And so the way that Horowitz has always protected them is always condemn the little guys involved in the details, but always exonerate the higher-ups. 
and that's why he always hands to uh, Attorney General Bill Barr, who is also deep state. He was the Attorney General during George H.W. Bush, a severe globalist. Barr covered up for Iran Gate, Iran Contra, and all the drug importation during that period of time. Uh, so, you know, uh, Bill Barr is playing loyal to Donald Trump, but in fact he isn't. And that's why he has declined to prosecute commie. Uh, and uh, as Horowitz reports, essentially says the FBI stood within their, uh, their uh, guidelines in initiating an investigation against Donald Trump. Uh, and that isn't true at all, because the guidelines say there has to be articulable facts. And suspicions, mere suspicions are not articulable facts. It's like the request of the Democrats for the tax uh, records of Donald Trump. It's a fishing expedition. They have no articulable facts. They have only suspicions, and they want to subpoena his records on suspicion. That's a fishing explanation, which is never allowed in American jurisprudence. Otherwise, anybody could say, you know, I want to see, um, you know, uh, uh, Alex Jones's tax returns to see if he's done anything. Well, you just can't do that. The IRS can, uh, but uh, you know, political parties can't do that. Well, especially private political parties, like I mentioned, and I think these parties should be sued uh, for their manipulation of the truth. Here, they're acting like they're part of government, and if this gets too partisan, and they push and they impeach the president based on this partisan agenda, at some point, I personally think the parties should be sued. Well, there's no way to prove that when they are elected representatives of government and operating under, and they, you have a, you, you can impeach a person for anybody you want. You can't necessarily convict them, but there's no way to prove that it's purely partisan. Even in the same sense, there's no way to prove that Donald Trump's actions were purely partisan, even though there's no crime in that. There's no way to prove it because he also has a fiduciary treaty obligation with, with uh, Ukraine to investigate corruption. And so how can you say it's only partisan when, in fact, there really was corruption and he's got a fiduciary responsibility to investigate that as president of the United States and withhold aid if such a investigation isn't forthcoming? Yeah, you sue both parties and you say they withheld exculpatory evidence. That's what you do. Yeah. And that's really what happened, right? Well, that's right. Um, and, uh, you know, the Republicans are not going to help Donald Trump in this. They're going to. So I'm not saying you just sue the Democrats and make it partisan. I'm saying both parties uh, are really how the deep state is allowed to get away with this, because you can't prove the parties did this. You can't prove it's partisan. All you can do is say, hey, here's the facts. These guys went and impeached yeah, the president. No crime as well. There's no crime for political party trying to do things for partisan. But there is a political crime for them withholding exculpatory evidence on Joe Biden and all the real details and manipulating the truth to the public using the media against what the law really says. I'm not sure, you know, uh, that's within the prerogative of uh, legislative things. The courts would probably say we can't tell we can't tell them what they can. Uh, you know, if you prosecuted somebody and withheld in in a fiduciary and withheld somebody, that'd be one thing. But impeachment isn't, in fact, a criminal investigation. That's and right. Why? It's wide open. They can get away with this. And they are getting away with it. So far, you're exactly right. And maybe we wouldn't win the lawsuit, but it might expose some details that we desperately need to get on the table, and it might create more accountability. And, hey, we got to try everything, ladies and gentlemen. Otherwise, we're going to lose our republic. Once they get away with this, there's no 
doubt the gloves will be off in terms of the shenanigans you'll start to see because the window has been blasted wide open. Well, let me tell you, we've already lost the republic. The deep state is in control, and that's what we're watching. The only reason they don't clamp down is because, uh, you know, they don't want to let people know that they've lost their freedom. But I'll tell you, you've got indefinite detention going on even during Donald Trump. He just made permanent NSA spying under Donald Trump. Um, This guy does not have a clue about how the deep state really operates. He doesn't know how they created ISIS. He doesn't know that they run terror. Uh, he, he gets false intelligence, and sometimes his gut feelings say, I don't believe that, as he tells his briefers sometimes. But he has no experience and no evidence and no arguments to present to, to push back against their sophisticated arguments that they, you know, that they give him. Yeah, he needs to surround himself with some good people for a change. Is there going to be a year-end financial crisis looming? Well, yes and no. There is a financial crisis already looming in the sense that that's what these uh, repo agreements of $100 billion a day are being floated at 10% interest rates because banks are out of reserves and banks are the normal ones that finance these repo, uh, repo agreements, and which are short-term loans to banks to um, you know fund certain things. And uh, the fact that repo agreements are rising exponentially and the interest rates are rising indicates that the big banks don't have the reserves, and the reserves are at an all-time low. And at the end of the year, there are penalties by the Fed to these banks in millions of dollars if they got, don't get their reserves back up, which means that they must sell assets, treasury bonds and other things, and stocks, in order to build back up their reserves, which could cause a collapse in the markets, or at least a downturn in the markets. Now, Zero Hedge pointed out this week that the Fed has come in after Zero Hedge pointed out about this major crisis uh, looming. They said, we're going to float $500 billion into the financial markets in, the, in order to revert this. So we've got another QE4 coming, quantitative easing or inflation coming, into the big banks, not to the American public, to bail them out. And so chances are there won't be a big crisis because the Fed is coming into the rescue. In other words, there's really a crisis, but we're going to basically put the crisis on hold is really how it's going to be, because eventually the crisis will happen. But they have the ability to play games uh, and time will tell. They'll they'll trigger the crisis when they're ready, huh? Well, I I was looking for them to trigger an economic downturn just so that to deny Trump bragging rights during the election, but I, we're not seeing it, and this would be a perfect opportunity for them to do that, and it doesn't look like it's going to happen. So I don't know what the Fed's other agenda is, unless the financial markets are really so fragile that they can't afford to have a downturn in the markets. And that might actually be the facts at this point. Now, by the way, do you think that the Michelle Obama... Uh, and or Hillary Clinton's going to get into the race? Not Michelle Obama. Uh, Obama doesn't have any track record at all and just wouldn't be believable on name recognition and only. Hillary Clinton is going to get into the race, I think, but not in the primary season. I don't think she wants to go up against anyone in the primaries. But I think there's going to be a hung convention because there's so many candidates. Nobody's going to get a majority. When you get a hung convention... Then she can step into the rescue and say, "I'm here. I can, you know, polling will show this and that, and I can, I can champion the party." Uh, so, I think we're going to see uh, another matchup between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. And believe me, you know they manipulate a lot of election uh, to get her winning the popular vote 
barely losing the Electoral College in, in five or six areas, but they won't make that mistake again. I don't think Donald Trump's going to win re-election. Yeah, she says she feels a sense of responsibility, and everybody's asking her to run. So do you That's think right. that Donald will win, or do you think that it'll be a, a vote fraud scenario? Uh, I don't think Donald Trump will win. I don't think there's more than about 30 percent of Americans that are hardcore Trump uh, supporters. Uh, I think there's about 30 percent hardcore socialist uh, lefties in the country that want to do radical things. And the 25, 30 percent in between are more inclined to be influenced by the mainstream press, which is totally against Donald Trump. So I think a lot of Trump's uh, support in that middle ground has eroded because his populist promises have not particularly come true. Although the, you know, the appearance of the economy and jobs are, are pretty good, uh, certainly a lot of people will fear what happens if the Democrats gain power and have Medicare for all and all kinds of trillion-dollar you know, deficits. But whether or not they're smart enough to avoid the, um, the absolute avalanche of negative uh, talk about Donald Trump, I, I just don't think. It was close enough before. I just don't see how he could possibly win again. So you think Hillary will become the next president? Unfortunately, if she runs, I think she's going to be the next president, and it's going to be very bad. Now, it won't be an avalanche of bad, because the Democrats, even them, you know, cannot do everything instantaneously that they want to do. It's going to be bad, but... Um, there, uh, there are repercussions, and there could be a backlash. So they will move. They won't be instant gun control. They won't be instant, you know, climate change. These things will come on slowly. Uh, but I'll tell you, the conservative movement in fundraising has nearly died on the vine because of Donald Trump. Everyone believes that Donald Trump's going to save him, which he won't. He doesn't have the ability to do so against the deep state. Joel, who did you, uh, who did you say was going to be the last president? Did you pick? President Trump, or did you uh, choose Hillary last time? What do you mean? Did I choose Hillary? Or well, who I did, mean, who were did you, you predict or think the president predicted Hillary? Well, I yeah, I thought Hillary would win, and she did too, and everybody in the press uh, thought she was uh, too. But there was a you know a manipulation of the polls uh, to understate Donald Trump's support and understate the. But remember this: a true conservative could not have won. That election, only a populist, you know, who appealed beyond the ideology and the correct constitutional basis of conservatism, going beyond that, could have won. And that's why it's kind of ruined it for future conservatives to run on constitutional principles. All right. Rudy Giuliani claims massive corruption by Biden's and he has the evidence. Will that go anywhere? No, they won't allow that evidence to be shown because they're not going to call any witnesses. Sadly, wow. All right, well, there you have it. Kurt thinks Donald Trump will win in a landslide. Joel thinks Hillary will win. I have no idea because there's vote fraud everywhere. So it's really hard to predict, I'll tell you that right now. Well, the vote fraud's all in the direction of the Democrats. That's that's the point. And so, that, you know, hey, yeah. <laughs> I think Donald might win if it was actual honest voting. All right, thank you, Joel. All right. Joel Skousen, worldaffairsbrief.com is his website. Check it out. Get a free copy every Friday in your inbox commentary uh, and assessment on a troubled world with solutions. For Sam and Kurt and Joel, we declare God save the republic.